Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Magic of Life Radio. My name is Max Ryan, and I am from themagicoflifecoach.com. I'm a spiritual teacher, intuitive life coach, and psychic. Join me as I share many spiritual and metaphysical tools and how you can apply these tools to your life. It is by using and applying these tools that you can have, do, and be anything that you desire. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Um, I had technical difficulties today. I'm very sorry. We've started a couple of minutes late. My computer froze. (laughs) And when you are doing a show through the Internet and your computer freezes, guess what? (laughs) The show doesn't go up. So we are live now. Welcome to the show. I am Max Ryan from The Magic of Life Coach, as you heard. And it is Monday. And this is my regular time at noon New York time. And um, thank you for for coming on the show. I'm really excited about it. I'm going to talk about the show in just a second. Um, Before we start that, I'm going to tell you that today starts a whole new um, schedule for for me and um, for my work and, and for you. Because I now, today starts... Every Monday, I will have two shows on Blog Talk Radio. I will have this show every day at noon, which is all about, really about my work and what I do, my guests and my readings, and um, some what I call magical tools to, to help you on your spiritual journey. So that is what this show is all about, and that's going to be, as I said, every Monday at noon, New York Eastern Time. And then tonight launches um, a new venture that I'm doing called Life Path Radio. And Life Path Radio is a venture that I have teamed up with with friends of mine and people that I know that took coaching um, school with with me, and they're awesome coaches. And I'm going to be co-hosting this show with a woman named Jasmine Sampson, who's an amazing woman, an amazing coach. And she's going to be my co-host, and it's going to be a 15-week series We might go further than that, but it's going to be 15 weeks of interviews and discussions and stuff like that. I'm going to play you the little intro right now just so you get a feel of what the show's all about. Check it out. Welcome to Life Path Radio. I'm your host, Jasmine Sampson from HowToCreateMiracles.com. And here's my co-host. And I'm Max Ryan from TheMagicOfLifeCoach.com. Both Jasmine and I are life coaches. And this is a series of interviews and discussions, all designed to help you navigate your path in life and follow your inner compass. We have seven international life coaches who share from their own experience a variety of viewpoints that will help you to be in tune with your soul and tap into your inner wisdom and power. Join us for tools and techniques that you can apply immediately to navigate life's challenges and create more joy for yourself and for others. So that is our show. It's going to start tonight at 9 live. And you can go to lifepathradio.net to get more information about what the show is about and who our life coaches are that are going to be on the show. 
So without further ado, and enough of that business, um, I want to introduce to you a really great guy who I met a few weeks ago who's a psychic and a medium, clairvoyant and a healer. And what he does that I thought would be great for, for you, for our listeners, is that he's also an animal communicator. And he's, he's on the show. Let me see if he's on the line through our technical difficulties. Are you Brian? I'm going to try this other number. Brian, are you there? Max. Hey, how are you? Good, and yourself? I'm great. We made it. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Technical difficulties. How are you doing, Brian? Very good, and yourself? I'm doing great today, besides our little thing, but all good, all good. Now, I was telling the, the listeners that you're a psychic and you do a lot of other things. Why don't you tell people what you do from, from your own words? From my own words. Um, what do you do, Ryan? I, <laughs> I, um, I guess I've known my gifts ever since I was a kid. Um, I communicate... With everybody, I actually communicate with the soul, mm-hmm. um, the highest part of the self. And through that, uh, with communicating with animals, it is actually easier to communicate with animals than it is with people. Mm. Um, people tend to put up enough walls for you to jump over, <laughs> and uh, they put up their own crap, you might say. <laughs> I in call front it of them. Stuff. I call it their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. And there's a lot of walls on, on people. And you tend to learn to maneuver around, over, under different items. And with like dog, cats, animals, um, they have no morality or what's right or what's wrong. It just is in their life. Um, animals tend to take on their owner's stuff. <laughs> and Or crap. <laughs> or crap. Um, and you'll notice that if uh, you have a pet that comes from, like, even a shelter, it'll take a few weeks for them to come accustomed to you. Um as opposed to someone that's um, been born and they, someone, the puppy has, or, or cat and kitten has come to them uh, fresh, fresh from uh, the litter, uh, they more or less grow up in the energy that you're uh, firing out towards them. And, I mean, we all have it. I have a cat and a dog, and, yeah, the... When the energy gets rocking and rolling here, uh, the two of them run for the hills. <laughs> but now, let me ask you this, Brian: If if um, the this animal communication, you you did mm-hmm. say that it's it's easier than with people because there's not as much walls or barriers or stuff. They don't have as much of an ego. Is that right? Animals don't really have an ego. They don't. They have uh, their survival aspect to them. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you're being abusive to a dog or a cat, they do have that way of they will shut down. Yeah. Um, the communication becomes non, and they go right into a survival mechanism. Um, but for the most part, 
They're very easy. They're very open. They enjoy. Once they understand that you can understand them, then they become a chatterbox. At least the dogs do. The cats, they're a whole different animal. Cats, more or less, they're like, if you don't get it in the first five minutes, you're never going to get it. And it's like, okay, I'm done with you. I gave you what you what what I what I told you, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, dogs, on the other hand, dogs are the biggest communication beasts that are out there. As soon as they understand, they want to tell you everything. Yeah. And that's why that that in general we um, dogs are like love me, love me, love me, love me, love me, love me. Is that that part of them that are always like, okay, I'm here to please, I'm here to please. Yes. Um, they're there to please, but then it's also, okay, I'm tired. I'm ready to go. Right. And they, they make it known. Then it's like, okay, you're not listening. I'm going to make it sure known to you that I'm ready to go. Hello. I was ready five minutes ago. Why couldn't you get your bags together and go? Um, <laughs> and they are all in structure. Uh, most domesticated animals are all about structure. Yeah. Um, most animals, like in a zoo or even if you go out into the wilderness, there is no structure. It's just a small survival thing. They communicate, um, but yeah. more or less it has to do with what they have their business or their schedule that they need to fulfill upon. Right. I was actually going to ask you about that idea of, you know, what kind of animals are you, you can communicate with the best. And so you think domesticated animals are easier for you to communicate with, or it's just a different kind of communication compared to, you know, in the wild? Um, the wild, it, it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you can find their vibration uh, that they're communicating on, right. it's easy when you have a domesticated animal. It's very easy because if you notice where the owner is, then you can see right into where the, the animal is. Right. Uh, in the wild, the vibration is all over the map because they're going ahead and listening to everything that's going on around them. Yeah, they're being but you can get a, influenced by the environment and all of that stuff. It's just changing. Right. Right. Um, and so that's, you know, that's at least the avenue that they go down. Can you pick up what animals are saying out in the wild? Yes. It's just a matter of sitting there, getting quiet within yourself and allowing your own spirit to pick up. Um, now, when I say spirit, it's your inner spirit, not your ego. Yeah. Not that inner child or that inner voice that's sitting there going, um, hello, wow, you really got communicated with me. Um, so when you hear that chatter going on, quiet it down so that you can hear the underlying. The animals actually are like the lowest vibration that you have going through you. Um, it's something that a lot of people just go ahead and throw out and think, okay, that's not uh, what's coming through. And that's where they are. So it's very um, much like how when I when I work psychically with people, I can tune into their vibration. I just have to switch where I'm the vibration that I'm tuning into, just like we all are. Right. Okay. I mean, you can find a, a really good communication with animals. Like if uh, people that you're working with, you can find out where they are and drop and take the lower vibration. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lower vibration is usually where the animals tend to communicate. Unless you've got a nice hyper dog, then it's all over the map. 
Right. Well, similar to Dexter. Dexter is my dog, and I just so that the listeners know, I um, I thought that it might be an interesting thing today to to have people hear what um, Brian has to say about my dog. So I sent him a picture, and he knows about my dog. So, um, so yeah, I don't know if you want to talk about him yet, but just our our animals in general. Is that what our you animals in general? Yeah, animals in general. Um, yeah. Your dog, um, well. The excitable dogs, you have uh, the larger the dog or cat, um, you got to remember the body mass and everything else, they're more or less laid back. It's like I'm not going to get totally influenced with what's going on. Um, And the more uh, more structure a dog or a cat has, then it's like, okay, this is how the flow of information is going to go and that's it. The less structure or the more hyper the dog or cat, you're going to get information flown at you. And it's like, then you get to be the uh, catcher at the baseball mound, catching this information, that information, and this one, uh, this one line of information. Um, cats are really good at that, at doing one-liners. You know, it's like, uh, okay. And if you didn't get it, okay, I'll tell you about it two hours from now. Mm-hmm. So when you... Um you get the the messages from animals, Brian, very similarly to how you work with people. It's just a different vibration. You just get into that vibration right. and you and you get, oh, they're telling me this. Oh, this is what's going on with their life. Oh, this is where they're going. This is where their energy is going. The same kind of thing? Same, same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing that you have to remember is your animal will take on your vibration as well. Yeah. Your animal is trying to clear you out. That's the the biggest harmonious thing. If you really, really want to find out what's going on in your life or if a psychic wants to find out what's going on with the client's life, check out that. That's the biggest telltale sign of what's going on in the client's life because your dog, your cat are almost a mirror of what's going on. Yeah. Uh, if you're getting excited, the dog is going to be excited. If you're getting mellow, the dog or cat's going to be mellow. Um, for the most part, cats are mellow. That's why it's like you get a little stream of information, then they're done with you. Yeah. They're ready to put you away, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, with your dog, there's there was a few things when I checked in. After you sent me the photo, I checked in with Dexter. Um, and very busy. Not... Um, not so much physically, just mind-wise. Very busy. Um, busy as he's thinking all the time? Yes. Yes. Thinking, uh, going, and, <laughs> and I would put this back to you, but going back and rechecking things. Like making sure, okay, I put that bowl there, the bowl there, I ate the food, okay. And about 20 minutes later, did I eat all the food? I'll go back and check if I ate all that food. Very much. Uh, <laughs> the uh, and when you finally sit down to rest, then it's time for your dog to rest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, but uh, your dog has also said that you're very you're very much on the goal oriented, mm-hmm. and that you are. Um, 
that the two of you are trying to find the balance within mm-hmm. his life and his uh, and your life. You take the. It's like uh, okay, I can love you up, I love you up. Okay, dad's up. It's like hello. Could you just sit down for five minutes? I love you up. I get comfortable, and then you can leave. Yeah. But yeah. he, he uh, Dexter more or less said that you're like a pogo stick. You'll sit down for five minutes, and you're up for five minutes. That's right. That's very true. I got a lot going on, and I'm that's that's there very you go. Okay. And you know what's very interesting? What you said when you even just referring to in general about the about the uh, schedule is that. I tend to um, say, okay, we're going to go out. Okay, let's go out. And he'll sit there and I'll be like, okay, just hold on one second. Just hold on. And he'll be like, and he'll be like, I'm waiting. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, we're going to go. I swear we're going to go. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, I'll be like, okay, now we're going. <laughs> and he'll be like, come on, you said it 10 minutes ago. And, to, and in animal, and I, I, I'm sure that you have, you agree with this. Animals are like right now kind of beings. They're like, it's now. It's not like they can't think in 10 minutes and five minutes later, you know, they're like right now. And he's very much like that. And I'm sure a lot of people are like that with their animals, realizing that yeah. very much almost like, you know, like a two-year-old kind of person. It's like they can't con- conceive of this is a half an hour from now or this is, you know what I mean? No, they're sitting there they're, and – well, Dexter says that <clears throat> within your communication with him, he's he's growing to learn that you can say now and he doesn't move because you have something else that you need to get done before I take before I take you out. He said he's learned learned the mere fact that I can hold it. It's about ten or fifteen minutes after Dad says it's time to go out that we actually go out. So that whole thing of let's go ahead and get rest or let everything void out of my system is not really when he says it the first time, I know we're going to, we're close to going, mm-hmm. but that's not where I'm going. Exactly. So you know, I'll just sit here and wait and look at you, watch, watch you go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Exactly. And then, well, it, it actually what he, he is saying right now is um, there's times that you turn around and it's like, Oh, I said we were going out, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And now we have a, I have a, a, a real, his real cue when he, he's, he's pretty much figured out saying, um, saying we're going out is not really the cue. The cue is when I actually crouch down and I have my leash in my hand, the leash in my hand. That's when. But he said, wait a minute. He's saying that that's really not the, the last time. What he's saying is as soon as you crouch down, you, you go ahead and leash, then it's, then there's a lot of busy work to get you to get him to get down there, um, <laughs> to get to get to going out to go potty. Well, yeah, there is. Well, there is because he's got to have put his little sweater on and the leash and the la la la. So there is a little bit of a yeah. You got to get him together, especially in the cold because he's a little dog. So he um right. He gets cold. Well, it's also <laughs> he's uh, yeah. He's wondering about those sweaters. Is that really for him or for you? Uh, well, it, it is for him. I don't really care. He he literally will freeze. He and he shakes and shakes and shakes if he doesn't have the sweater on. So right. I, I mean, it, I, I'm just doing because I'm I'm picking up on his cue that he's freezing. So I'm, I don't want him to freeze. 
Okay. <laughs> it's more or less, it, you know, as soon as you get cold, you avoid and you get back out of there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's like jumping into a cold pool. <laughs> Everybody can go out and, uh, okay, i got to go to the bathroom now. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> let's just go. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, well, he's also saying it's a whole um, dance that you guys do. Yeah, it is. It is, for sure. And even going out to do the whole potty thing is a big dance. Yeah. And you, 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 uh, that you tend to, uh, I don't want to bring up the word worry, but you stress upon different, he he says that your mind never stops on him. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. (laughs) Um, Okay, enough about Dexter, because um, people are probably going, well, what about me? What about other dogs? Now, (laughs) So thank you for that. Now, let me ask you, because I, when I was thinking about this yesterday and writing some things down now, what are, I mean, when you've, when you've connected with some, some animals or, or your clients' animals, um, have you had any kind of really interesting messages from them that you can share with us, like either interesting or funny or like, whoa, it really makes the client think about something? Well, I did have, uh, a few years ago, I had a a woman who had a Rottweiler, Mm -hmm. and she was, um, she was saying that um, her Rottweiler, she was dating this new guy, and her Rottweiler really did not care for the man, Hmm. and so anyhow, um, So I said, okay, well, then please tell me, you know, what's going on. And she would, (laughs) this female uh, Rottweiler decided to tell me of everything, the, you more or less say the dance of the evening. This woman would get a shower. She put on her uh, finest underwear (laughs) and knew exactly what nightstand everything was in. If she's, uh, if the Rottweiler knew that, um, this gentleman was coming over because of what nightstand um, stuff was coming out of. <laughs> and so um, went ahead and the guy would come to the door and everything's fine. She goes, you know, I just didn't like the guy and found out that we got all the way to the end. And here it was in the middle of um, the owner and this new gentleman having relations uh, the woman was kind of a um, boisterous woman, <laughs> and she would say no, and he would keep on, as the Rottweiler said, keep on attacking her. Oh. And so that's why he, she did not like the boyfriend. Oh. She goes, I know when no, no means no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and could not get over the fact that this guy kept on going. Mm. And... So the that was the big reason the Rottweiler could not stand the boyfriend. <laughs> so just had her turn around and, you know, let's face it, the the boisterous things are going to be great, but shut the door. Tell the <laughs> dog, this is my time. Yeah. As soon as she went ahead and uh, shut the door and uh, and just said, this is my time, the dog got at least warmed up to the gentleman. Never really, doesn't really trust him, but would go ahead and... Um, would uh, allow him to be there. Wouldn't okay. growl in the whole nine yards. 
they are now since married. And but she said every time we decide to do that, that's one of the first things we do is shut the door. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's hilarious. So um, to sum that up, our animals see everything. <laughs> oh yeah, they know everything. They're, if you didn't want your dog or cat to know something, then do it when they're not around because they know everything. They know when you're going on. Well, everybody knows. <laughs> um, when you're going on a trip, your dog knows before you've even finished making the plans. Of course. Not, you know, and they've already decided that, okay, fine, either I'm going with you or I'm not going with you. Where am I going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know if you've heard about this. I forget I forget who this uh, – what's his name? This really amazing um, scientist and animal communicator, and he's, you know, he's based in science, and he did this, this research – about um and he even wrote a book i think it was it's called um um when's my master coming home something like that and he did all mm-hmm. this research about um fil- putting cameras in do- in um people's homes with their dogs and right. he would and they would show the people leaving and the people would leave and they would get in their car and they would go and they would leave and they they would go you know 5 10 miles away and right. what they wanted to see is if the dogs would know when they were coming back. So as soon as these people, literally, when they would be gone, the dogs, of course, would go around the door, around the door, around the door. And then pretty a little while later, they would pop down. And then they would say... Um, they would, when the person would think about what was happening, about coming home, the dogs, just when they would think about it, the dogs would run up to the door. And they could be five miles right. away. So the communication is, is that deep that, and I really believe that too, is that all you have to do is think about something, and the dogs know. Right? right. Because they're working on your vibration. They're picking up exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once you, once they... You know, it's like one of those things. Once you decide that, hey, for the for the longest while, my dog and I, for some reason, we're not connecting. And I was like sitting there going, was this the best place to be? Excuse then once me, the two one, of us meet. One, one moment, Brian. I'm just going to tell people that we're going to go a little bit over today. So the show will probably keep streaming. So just we're going to just keep going because we missed a few minutes. So keep going with your story. I just want to tell everyone that we're going to go over the time. Go ahead. No problem. Um, my dog and I, we had not made a connection. <laughs> At least I thought. She she said, well, you were, you just took a little time, a little, little more time than you needed to to, to get into the groove. Um, but as soon as I made that connection with her and knew that she was going to be with there with me, then, yeah, she caught into my vibration. I caught into hers. Um, and now... She knows 10 minutes before I know what's going to happen. You know, I'll be sitting there even to get ready for this show. She was like sitting there going, okay, we've got to do this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And so I'm getting them all done. I don't know who now who is the master and who's not the master. <laughs> uh, I say that I am, but she goes ahead and does things 10 minutes before I'm going to, going to get things ready. So uh, as far as that goes... And the cat, the cat just like more or less throws me a little sign. Yeah, go have fun. As long as the food, the water is there and we can go ahead and rest together tonight, I'm fine. 
And the right. dog is basically on the same groove, too. So. Cool. I, I find that, too, with my animals. I'm sure that everyone out there that's listening finds that, too, that on some level it's like, yeah, who is the master? Who is, who is telling who what to do? <laughs> very, very, yeah. very good. I want to um, sort of actually start wrapping up a little bit, and I wanted to ask okay. you, Brian, what, um, as far as our listeners go and their animals, what is like maybe one or two things that they can do to help their communication with their animals or to tune into that vibration that you're talking about? Uh, one of the biggest one. okay, everybody – uh, basically, now I use a lot of, uh, I use my hands because I do bioenergy as well, um, on healing. Um, but if you can really tune in, um, a lot of people need the connection within themselves to go ahead and tactile. We're very tactile people. Um, but I would say to go ahead and use your left or right hand, whichever hand that you feel dominant with and put it on your dog or your cat's breastplate and just really get quiet and allow the dog or cat to uh, communicate with you. Um, and that just so that you have that connection. That communication will come in in a variety of ways or it'll come in feelings, it'll come in person. It'll come either feelings or you'll be able to hear a voice. Um but it's just to feel the vibration. Okay. It's either to feel the vibration of their heart moving their chest up and down or that it gives you um, just a connection mm-hmm. to know where they are. So, And then they, that's a renewing connection to the animal as well to connect with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so then you have that memory of connection and then that's where a, the start pattern happens. With having, using a memory of your dog or your cat, you can be on the subway. You can be uh, in an airplane. And you can instantly go back to the time when you felt their heart being at rest and just check in with your animal. Yeah, yeah. And, and when you get... And when you get an impression or, or whatever it happens to be, that's them communicating back to you. Right. right. And the biggest one is, is write it down. So prove it to yourself that you have that connection. Mm-hmm. I can say whatever, but it's not until the listener who is out there goes ahead and does this and sees the results. It's like, oh, okay, I feel like the dog wants to go out or I feel like the dog just wants loving and all of a sudden the dog's in your lap. Or is mine, if mine tries to get in my lap, I think I'm going to be crushed. But... <laughs> um, Give yourself the okay to understand it. That's the biggest thing is giving yourself permission to hear what your pets are saying. Yes. It's very much, you know, um, I just reflect on this. It's very much about how I, you know, teach my clients and on the show I always am and am helping people to, to trust the, that voice inside themselves from what their their spirit is telling them what to do. It's very similar to, to what you're talking about with your dog. Right. Or your animal. So it's almost the same thing, right, Brian? Oh, it's exactly the same thing. Because you are allowing yourself to be who you need to be. You're the greatest gift to, uh, from God. Everything that's here or God's source. Everything that's here is part of that God's source. Yeah. 
you're just finding it's basically you're you're finding the telephone number to dial in. <laughs> and we found the telephone number today, didn't we? <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> I'm gonna um I'm gonna wrap up because um we probably should cut the show. So um I just have to thank you so much. This was a great, great, great um, discussion. I had a great time, and I, w- I would ask you that if you are willing, maybe in the future you can come back and talk about some other things because you are just a wealth of knowledge, Brian. <laughs> Why, thank you, and yes, I would love to. Yeah, that would be great. Now, before we totally cut off, how can people um, communicate with you? If they want um, oh. animal reading or if they want a reading somehow, how do they communicate with you? Uh, right now my website is, it should be up by the end of this week, but it's going to be www.CelticWolfWalker.com. Okay. Okay. And if they want to um, email you like right now about getting an animal reading or something, what's the email that they can email you at? Um, B is in boy, D is in David. Boyle, B B O Y L E at Ymail dot com. Okay, great. And if well, you just put in the subject line that uh about the blog radio or that you have a question, um then I'll be able to respond to it. Awesome. Awesome. Well thank you so so much and I'm I will be talking to you soon and um, okay. I had, I had a great time that was really fun. Ah uh, so did I. Thank you so much. Great. So um I'm just going to um sign off now and and remind everyone that tonight also the my new show that I'm doing Life Path Radio is going to start at 9 o'clock and um I hope that everyone I pray that your love will guide you this week and I will talk to you next week and remember unthinkably good things can happen. Bye, Brian. Bye, Max. (laughs) Bye, everybody.